0: Hi,
1: and welcome to Offstage the Stag podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Gaddis, and today I'll be diving into behind the scenes of this semester's main stage with two of our directors, uh, Charlotte Humans and Daniel Sanchez O'Brien, and I'll be joined with some of the cast later on in the podcast. Just a disclaimer. Sorry about the terrible audio quality, I forgot to turn on my microphone, um, but it's still an amazing episode, so I hope you guys enjoy! Uh, how are you guys doing? I'm doing well.
0: I'm pretty good.
2: Yay! Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Yay!
1: Okay, so... Um, I'm also main but I'm going to act like I know nothing about it. Um, <laughs> what is the title of your show?
3: What is the title of the show?
0: The title is Sitting Ducks. Hey. Cool. Wow. cool. And what does that mean? It's kind of a metaphor. If you're a sitting duck, then you're just kind of sat waiting for things to happen to you. And that's such like a common motif throughout the play. Um, that I just kind of made it a metaphor that the play centered around, you know, not being that sitting duck, not just waiting for things, actually like standing up and taking action. Yeah,
1: really cool. Okay, so what is the show about? If you guys could just give a brief little overview so can, people can know what it's about.
3: Well, the play, The Sitting Ducks, is about, um, it's not got many ducks in it, um, but it's about, it's about an old man called Bernard who's very grumpy, and uh, and he sits on a bench every day at noon and feeds bread to ducks. And then Audrey comes along and stands on Bernard's bench. And then he's like, what are you doing on my bench? And then they have it, they, 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 they bond, they have, they bond together. And there's other things going on. And then it flashbacks to the 60s. To
0: kind of like, like that. <laughs> kind of <laughs> They bond. So Audrey's a writer and she goes, okay, Bernard, will you be my muse? And he's like, oh, fine. So he tells her stories of his first marriage to his first wife called Alice and that's where the 60s bit comes in because we learn about his youth through you know the eyes and the memories that he tells Audrey. That's really cool so you guys are like directing the show but Charlotte you actually wrote it as well. Yeah. Um, So
1: I was just wondering what inspired you to write about the 60s and just
0: inspired like the show and the themes overall? Well, one of them is I'm a massive Beatles fan Mm -hmm. and I work a lot with music. So I've been trying to like sneak the Beatles in for so long, but a lot of it's actually inspired by my own family. So Bernard um, and Robert, who's the other male protagonist, um, they're both the names of my grandparents, my grandfathers. Um, And a lot of the names um, stem from like my family as well. But I think a lot of it came from COVID because when we were all in COVID, the one thing you could do is go for a walk to the park. And, you know, there was that bit where, you know, you'd go on the same walk and you'd find a bench. And I don't know if, like, for anybody else, but for me, like, I had a bench. That's, like, what I used to do. I used to go and feed the squirrels in Kelvin Grove, and that was so fun for me. And that's kind of when it started, because I was like, oh, I can kind of imagine this. Imagine if somebody actually did this for their entire time, their entire life. And that's when when it kind of started. Who would do that for so many years? Who would have that much routine? And then it turned into an old... Grumpy man who likes to swear at children and the search and then that's kind of yeah
1: where it came from. Yeah, he's very grumpy. Old man. He's so grumpy. So grumpy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and
1: so Daniel, what caught your eye about the show? Like what made you want to apply to direct with Charlotte?
3: Well, I think it's just a very sweet story and I think it's, you know, simple in the, the themes of it, but then there's so much like depth to it and like so many like character layers. And, you know, I really enjoy working with actors in a way that I'm able to bring out so much in them. And there's such a range of emotions that every character goes through. Even the characters that may not turn up as much as others, you know, all of them have such a range. And I just find that such an exciting thing to work with the actors that we have. And all of them are so, you know, talented and wonderful. Um, So I'm not being paid to say that. Um, Yeah, I'm paying him, (laughs) guys. No, it's it's just, you know, I mean, it's been a really good experience. And, you know, I've I've known Charlotte for... You're my mom, technically.
0: I am a stag mother. Technically. She's also my stag mother. I am everyone's stag mother. I've been here for four years. I'm in my last year. Everyone is my child. Yeah. So, like,
3: I, I, you know, I heard about this project. I was like, this seems like my time to co-direct. And I just came along and I did it. So, I'm very glad I did.
1: Mm -hmm. Something that you mentioned yesterday that really caught my attention, I thought was really cool, is that you said you always write about themes of hope and fear. How has that kind of worked into your directing style and also just, like, how did it inspire you to write it as well?
0: Yeah, so um, I don't actually write poetry outside my plays. I only write poetry for my plays. And something that um, my mum said to me when I first was like, oh, should I maybe write a play? Um, But I don't know what to write about. She was like, well, write about what you know. I think something that we can all resonate with, whether we like to admit it or not, is hope and fear. Like as theatre students and as university students, like a lot of us have moved so far to go live on our own, to like pursue this thing that we love. Um, so that's what I know. I know hope and I know fear. Um, and kind of all my plays like Hummingbird, my last play really resonated from that. Um, Sitting ducks really takes from that. Um, what was the question? Hope and fear. <laughs> Open and, and fear. Get with a heart. No, but
1: going off that, because I know Hummingbird, you also did physical theater. What kind yeah. of made you want to do that and what has that experience been like for both you guys?
0: Well, like, I wanted to do physical theatre, because I did so much of it in A-level, and then I came to uni, and I thought it was, gonna be, it was going to be so much more diverse in the range of theatre we have, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, no, actually, like, most of them are comedies, you know, you do get that serious aspect, but you don't ever get things a little bit more abstract, like physical. So it kind—it literally got to my third year, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Yeah, exactly. So I wrote a physical theatre play, mm-hmm. and it went so well that I was like, you know, what? I can do this for full length.
3: Yeah, I mean, physical theatre is such a... I have the exact same experience of A-level where you do it in A-level because you get marked on it and you do the whole things under it to be true frantic assemblies stuff and then you leave and you're like... I, I remember saying to myself when I finished, I was like, I'm never going to touch physical theatre again and here I am. Um, but it's been such like an interesting thing to see because obviously, Charlotte, you know, you, you're a bit more of a visionary with this sort of stuff so I see it and I'm like, this is kind of cool. This is actually <laughs> kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, for me it's a bit of like... I'm, I've never touched like actually directing physical theater, so I, when I see it, I'm like, oh, this is quite cool interesting. I would like to give this a go at some point.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of lifts, a lot of, I don't
0: know, some, like, flips. Yeah, yeah I just, I just kind of lift yourself. up Charlotte
3: all the time. Like, no, self.
0: I lift up everybody. I come from like a cheerleading background and a dance background, so <laughs> everyone's like, "What are we doing today?" And I'm like, "Oh, don't you wanna know?" Yeah, Charlotte has thrown everybody across. The I room, have thrown like everybody it. in the cast. It's
3: like judo everybody.
0: The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody referred to um, Hummingbird as WWE. Really? And I, yeah. And that was so it's fucking that one, funny. It's the
1: one movement that you always do—the one where
0: someone goes like around the hip. And yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Like, there's the yeah. one that
3: you do where you just said to me one day, like just out of context. We were out and about in a park and said i can throw you and i was like sure you can and she like, can because you're like four foot one so we went out to the park <laughs> and then you said just go with them like sure and then you just like full-on flip me over and i was like oh okay you can flip me over and now i just live in fear so and no hope just fear
0: no hope there's no hope in yeah,
3: noise. Just just
0: fear. Fear. yeah.
1: okay so this show there are six well technically there's five characters but bernard is a he has a younger ah, and an older oh, version. Yeah. I see what you did there. So, oh, it was good. You know I mean? yeah. Um, if you guys had to pick a character that you say that you relate to most, uh, who would it be and why?
3: Oh. Well, I kind of like um the ducks. No, I, I really <laughs> young, There are no I, ducks in the show. Yeah, I mean young Bernard, I think. I mean, obviously young Bernard and old Bernard, they're very similar but they're also very different, mm-hmm. you know, people men at different points of their life and obviously I relate a bit more to young Bernard because I'm not old yet. Um, but there is a certain element to Young Bernard's character where there is this like, like this this constant worry and and fear and you know trying to live comfortably and trying to you know find the right path in life um, with new means. And I think that's such a really like genuine, nice wee character that you know it's been a really ple- a really big pleasure to take on directing. But I mean, all of them have little moments and stuff where I'm like, these are really cool people, and I'd like to grab a pint with of them, even the ducks.
0: Mm-hmm. For me, this is a bit of a strange question because Dan actually said to me the other day, oh, I see all of these characters yeah. in you. And he was like, "Um, you're mainly Audrey, but I've also seen like that really hopeful, you know, like those really aspiring parts of Alice. And then he was like, but when I saw you stressed, I definitely saw Marilyn come was, out there. Marlin, I, I
3: was, <laughs> it, was, it was like, I was like reading the script. I was like, oh my God, you've said this before. Like this is a thing <laughs> exactly. where like Marlon is just like, like... The like psychoanalysis, like id part of you, like coming out of nowhere, like "hello there, I'm Marlon."
0: Yeah. So like
3: everyone, I mean, to be fair, when you write, have, when yeah. you write a play, even though you try to differentiate the characters, all of them are just a different part of you.
0: Oh no! A lot of these characters actually stem from my experiences. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a little bit in it about um, studying. um, No, sorry, teaching English as a foreign language in South Korea, and that's one of my plans for what I'm gonna do. You know, after university. Mm -hmm. Um, But all of these characters stem from myself. So, on like a surface level probably audrey because you know i am at that place where i have so many hopes and dreams that i really want to do and next year oh my god i'm gonna graduate i'm gonna actually have to face that and do those things but just like audrey right now i'm like how the hell do i do that she's a writer as well she's a writer (laughs) oh wow i wonder where that came from and a poet (laughs) Uh, what
1: would you guys say is the most challenging part about bringing this script to life
3: well I think that there's obviously you know it's a bigger like I'm not directed a play this big before like normally the plays are directed either 20 minutes or 30 minutes or at most maybe 40 minutes but it's like with this you have such a through line of emotions and an undercurrent throughout the whole play They you have to keep a track of and you have to make sure the actors keep a track of it because even though it's a small cast you know people change so much without the play that you almost have like 100 different characters for each character in a way because everyone has to keep a track of changing emotions and all that and especially jumping into the past, into the present, how, how do you tackle that for the actors as well? And obviously, you know, people that act in the play, then maybe not, you know, of course, on the not professional actors, so there's always element of, like, trying to bring the best out of them. But it's also the most rewarding thing when they do a bit and you're like, this is really good. And then you just feel like the last, like, week of your life has been worth it. Um, and I've had that, you know, every week. Every week, you begin the week, like, oh my God, here's another week. And then you get to the end of it, like, we did it. And, yeah, so that's probably the biggest challenge, I think
0: yeah i agree with that in a sense like for me it's all the admin side of it because the actors just make it so easy like you go into a rehearsal i Mm. think dan can agree with this you go into a rehearsal and you're thinking oh my god we've got so much work to do and then just the talent we have and how they approach that and the feedback we give them is so easy so for me the most challenging part has just been all the extra admin on the side (laughs) which everybody loves but it's also so rewarding Like we have choreographers coming on we have a composer who's writing like an mm. original soundtrack for so the play good. like that's insane yeah. stag has a composer who is writing a soundtrack for a play mm. like all the characters have themes that's yeah. incredible
3: yeah i mean it's been one thing you know when when you're directing actors and and there's always that fear especially when you're casting a play you're like okay who's the best for the character but who's going to be the best to work with because obviously there's so much with theatre it's a collaborative medium that you really want people who are open to change and open to Developing, developing themselves as a person and as actor. And I think we've just hit, struck it gold with the fact that everyone is like open to any comments we give them. Which yeah. I think is just so, we're so lucky in that aspect.
0: Okay,
1: so no spoilers, uh, or no major spoilers, but what would you guys say is your favorite part of the show, favorite scene or favorite line, just your favorite bit?
3: Oh, you know what my favorite part of the, the no. Um, when, when young Bernard meets um, young Alice, not really, an old Alice. No, but that's such a sweet scene uh, when young Bernard meets Alice. I think it's such a really romantically written, and it flows very naturally. And it's also really nice just to direct as well because you get such a. It's very rare that you see something that like love depicted in such a nice and naturalistic way. That I'm like, yes, I enjoy this very much. So. Because
0: this really is a love story mm-hmm.
3: in a way.
1: Like so much of it is. Oh, it, it's yeah. all
0: a love story. Yeah. and That's kind of how I pitched it. Um, this comparison of modern day struggles with the 60s and this mm. romance that happened in the 60s and it's just such a beautiful setting that i wanted to do it
3: feels like a love story about a love story but like there's yeah. there's like you know, oh there's so true there's a romance yeah. of like young bernard and um alice and there's bernard and alice but there's also audrey and marlon and there's also and Audrey and
1: marilyn are sisters yeah and then, yes yeah
3: just to clarify um and there's also like you know young bernard and like
1: his best friend and
3: his best friend so, yeah. and there's all, all these different connections where obviously not all of it's romantic love but all of it is about like loving each other mm-hmm. and and keeping that alive um which is you know it's a very sweet wee thing, isn't it?
1: yeah
0: what would you say is your favorite part oh my favorite part is um alice's poem yeah. um so alice is bernard's wife but she's very much like a feminist of the 60s it's re- a really iconic um character that she has and her whole poem um, is talking about how, as a child, she was oppressed, but she didn't understand the marginalisation, and she didn't know what was happening. It was just a normal thing for her. And the whole poem's tr- her transitioning into adulthood and going, no, I recognise this, and I disagree with it. And her saying, well, if nobody else is going to do anything about it, then I will do it. I And the line is, um, so be it, I will start the riot. And for me, that's just my most favourite part. Yeah, and I know you've said
1: there's a lot of women in the 60s who inspired these characters. I know you've posted a bit about it on Instagram, but would you like to talk about that at all?
0: Yeah, so um, Audrey is named after Audrey Hepburn. Her sister Marilyn is after Marilyn Monroe. And then there's a mentioned character um, called Sophia, who's Sophia Loren. Mm but, like, all these characters heavily inspired this because they lived during the 60s and they created their own names and all this thing. Like, Audrey Hepburn, I found this out, Um, she used to ta- teach dance classes in World War Two, really? Like, during the Dutch Resistance. Oh. And then Sophia Loren was a huge um, animal rights mm-hmm. and human... What is it? Humanist? Human rights. No, there's hum- like humanitarian. Humanitarian, yeah. I was like humanist? <laughs> she's a, humanist. She's a very big human.
3: She's a very big human. Yeah, no, <laughs>
0: she, she loves a human. <laughs> She's a
3: human and she's good at it. Yeah.
0: Oh. But it's this like idea that there were so many inspiring women in the 60s mm-hmm. who we all know the names of, but we just think of them as these like models or actresses mm-hmm. when really like Audrey Hepburn is teaching like illegal ballet classes in World War II mm-hmm. in the Netherlands. Like that's so sick. I had no. Know- that is so cool. That's so I cool. Had no
1: idea. So what would you guys say, are, what's the one thing you're most excited about over the next couple of weeks? Um, when we're recording this, it is, we have what, we have three weeks before the show? Yeah. yeah, so it's coming up. What are you guys most excited about?
3: Well, I think you have something really cool when you get too close to a show where obviously there's nerves and, I mean, my drama teacher always said, if, if you have nerves, it's good. That means you care. And I think, you know, the more nerves you get, it's like butterflies in your stomach. But before you're about to go on a date, you know, you feel that excitement. And you're like, I want it to be over, but I want it to be ready. I want to like, get to the point where it, everything happens and you see it all flow. And there's moments you see that rehearsals where, you know, you have a sequence or you have like, you know, you put some things to music and you see it and it just clicks. And you're like, oh, this is it. This is the play we've been working in the last, you know, the last month and a bit for. And I feel like that's, that feeling is really going to come more and more frequently until we get to the end of this process. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to everything.
0: I'm just so excited for my family to come up. The last time they saw um, one of my shows in person was in first year when I was acting in the first semester main Aww. stage. I acted in Lysistrata and they came and saw that. And then COVID happened and then they were unable to come in and watch my plays last year. Um, And now it's kind of my last chance so they've gone through a really big effort to come and watch it in person and I'm so gonna have them in the front row and I'm so excited for them to be there and actually see, look, this is what I'm doing, you know. Mm. I'm excited for you to be able to show them as well. Yeah, It's it's so special, especially because the two, like I said, the two main characters are named after my grandparents. Yeah. Like, this whole play is just so personal, and there's a lot of things they're going to, like, spot in there and be like, oh, that's our family. Yeah, the whole play about family and relationships. and It's just,
1: quite vulnerable as well. We were yeah, talking a bit about yeah. this yesterday. I was like, you really, you put so much of yourself into this. And,
0: I mean, I don't know. I commend it. It's great. No, I, I very much write about, like I said, fear and hope. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's anything to be, like embarrassed about in a sense because I feel like vulnerability is something that not a lot of people have Mm -hmm. but I found the more vulnerability I have the more open and honest and happy I am because I'm like well this is real and this is me and it's valid you know I think that's such a lovely thing to be able to see in place you know this validity of yes we're all scared but there's light at that you know there's Mm -hmm. hope Mm -hmm. okay Hello.
1: Thank you guys so much for coming today. It was wonderful talking to you. Next up, we have some of the actors starring in our main stage who are gonna talk about a bit about their experiences. Um, but now we're gonna have a brief little uh, interval with one of our favorite people ever.
3: everyone it's me stag baby i'm here to tell you to come and see sitting ducks on the 28th 29th and 30th of november it's gonna be a fun time
1: thank you so much stag baby and welcome back to the podcast i am here today with some of the actors in our show if you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves
5: Uh, I'm George,
2: I'm playing Old Bernard. I'm Nathan, and I play Young Bernard.
4: And I'm Emma, and I'm playing Marilyn. Exciting. I'm Sophie, you're in the show as well.
1: I'm Sophie, and I'm playing Audrey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was thinking, maybe we can go around and each kind of just give a little description of who our character is.
5: Yeah, so uh, Old Bernard is a grumpy, horrible little man who sort of sits on a bench all day. And sort of, he's, he's very obsessed with routines and doesn't like change, and is very displeased when Audrey comes and disturbs his peace. <laughs>
2: um, well, young Bernard is just a slightly less grumpy, slightly <laughs> less old version <laughs> of the person George has just described. It makes sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: Marilyn is Audrey's sister in the show, and um, she's you know she's a bit of a realist, bit of a pessimist, and has a lot of interactions with Audrey about
1: dreaming yeah.
4: and her goals in life.
1: <laughs> that Audrey's a bit of a dreamer, um, I'd say, but she's feeling quite stuck in life, the place that she's at right now. Um, she's like not working at the moment and she really wants to write and so she's finding a lot of inspiration through her interactions with old Bernard. Um, we also have two other characters in the play. Um, I feel like, Nathan, you work with them the most if you want to give a description of those two. Oh,
2: okay. Well... I feel I feel very under pressure here. Um we have Alice who is um Bernard's love interest wife. Um and she's very ambitious, very driven, has like very clear goals, um, which 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 creates an interesting dynamic between her and Bernard, who's quite set in his ways. And then there is Robert, who is Bernard's best friend. Um and they go through all kinds of shenanigans together. I love
5: Robert. So funny. Yeah, yeah. so It's good. like a
2: really strange but wonderful friendship. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Johnny who plays him is extremely funny. And Anna who plays Alice is excellent as well.
4: That's true. It's a shame they can't be here. I feel like they'd do wonders talking about
2: their characters. But... <laughs> they've, they've let the team down. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, we love you, Johnny and Anna. Um, Woo! Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. Is there any moment in the play that you can really relate to or that you really resonate with your character?
5: Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I'm kind of almost blessed in the sense that my character just gets to sit down permanently, <laughs> yeah. um, which I do relate to. I quite enjoy sitting down and not moving. Um, so if anything, I suppose, you know, I do, I do understand the appeal of sitting in a park bench and kind of uh, just giving
2: strangers the side eye. Mm-hmm. Um. I think like Bernard is very attached to like physical things, um he associates like things with memories and and people, and i kind of I kind of get that, so that's probably something that I connect to, even though it's maybe not great for Bernard and some of his relationships. but there you go.
4: Um there is this incredible moment in the play where Marilyn just spends about five minutes fawning over that Norwegian. Uh guy that won, fairy, won Eurovision with Fairy Tale, and I can relate to That's that because fair. he's That's iconic. That's your most yes. relatable moment. Yes, I'm changing, changing mind to that. Well. <laughs> I think we all just really relate to that. I do. I think that resonates with every single
2: person, as it should. To be honest, yeah. Um, I, I, you look I, a bit I, skeptical. Yeah, I don't. Eurovision has no bearing Nathan. on my life. Have you ever watched Eurovision? Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I game. think I yeah, know what you're talking about down. though. Oh,
4: Charlotte just gave me the side eye. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, the violin guy. He's the violin one.
5: Yeah. What the... Alexander Ryberg. Yep. <laughs> 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 really yeah, awesome. him. him. <laughs> that one.
1: <laughs> okay, so we are talking a bit um, to the directors earlier. What would you say is the best piece of direction you've ever received?
5: Wow. Ever received or well, no, received no, no, no. as received, part of this play? Yeah, a part of this yeah. play. Um,
1: Daniel came up with this question <laughs>
5: Dan- oh uh, my god he
2: just wants to know
4: <laughs> yeah he just wants to know
5: Daniel's, Daniel's good at directing me I think because I have a habit of I will sort of bring my energy down to match the space so if we're in a rehearsal space and we're in a tiny room I do have a tendency to switch to a much more uh, smaller style of acting it's much more kind of film acting uh, I, I kind of uh, Daniel's right in telling me that I, I don't make big enough movements for the theatre when we're not in a theatre. Um, so I think that's that's probably something that I've found quite useful to think about over the last sort of mm. few weeks or whatever.
2: Um, I think, well, I think what Charlotte is very good at is um, helping to understand the kind of the motivations and the intentions of the characters. If there's something that I'm like, I don't get this or, you know, just something that I, I kind of want to understand a bit better, then Charlie's really great with that. And then I think Daniel is excellent at some of the kind of technical stagey stuff, you know, put your hands here, et cetera, et cetera, that kind of thing, I don't know. Um, so it's a, it's a good balance. Well done guys. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, I think for me one of the most, I don't know if I'd call it as like a piece of direction. One of the most helpful things that uh, we did at the very, very start in I think it was our first rehearsal, Sophie, mm-hmm. um, where Daniel just like made us do things, r- not necessarily naturally, but just very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and going so far to one extreme, makes it so much easier to take it down and like incorporate different parts because um, I have a tendency to sort of get stuck in the way that I'm doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think really like pushing it one way and then bringing it a wee bit back was was helpful to get get certain moments.
1: Yeah, I feel like Charlotte and Daniel really balance each other out with the directing. It's a really good combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you guys are here. I'm not trying to just, you know... Yeah, they're looking
0: very (laughs) wholesome behind (laughs) us.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so what would you guys say is the most challenging part of playing your character?
5: It's it's difficult because uh, I'm obviously trying to play an old man, and uh, I'm obviously not an old man. Or at least I'd, I'd like to think it's obvious. That in in spirit, that. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am definitely trying to tap into an experience that I kind of simply don't have. It's very hard to act with hindsight when I, I don't really have something that can, can compare to that. So it is very much a case that I'm kind of trying to channel and think about mannerisms of my own grandparents and, you know, the old people that I know. It's kind of... Um, that, I think, is something that's on my mind a lot because I'm not used to... You know, I'm usually trying to act more youthful because I get typecast <laughs> as old men. So it's, uh, it's very much kind of uh, the opposite of what my actual experience is, a lot of what I'm trying you to do. You say you get
1: typecast, but I've heard you volunteer to play old men. Yeah, I've
5: heard about this as well. Well, because I don't know what else to do at this point. I know I can just... I'm getting kind of... I can, You're leaning into it. I know it. I can do them at this point, so... Um,
2: I think... I've never uh, done anything where, like, I play, I don't know, like, one half of a character, you know, play, playing the younger version True. of Bernard yeah. is, yeah. like, a really interesting mm. and, yeah, kind of tricky but rewarding thing to have to do and to work on and think of, like, how does a person who is... Because I think they're quite different, young Bernard and old Bernard, and, and it's like, how does that transition happen and how do you represent a person at different stages of his life with with it still feeling like the same person is tricky, but fun and interesting to work on.
4: My answer feels really boring now. (laughs) That was quite complex. Um, I just feel Marilyn's quite an emotionally closed-off person. Um, Which you are not. Which I am very much not. Uh, And I find it quite difficult to sort of perform and portray these complex emotions without like really like outwardly expressing them um which is an interesting challenge but I think I think we're getting there
2: (laughs) (laughs) what would you say Sophie Sophie, you're not Um,
4: getting out of these (laughs) I know I thought hosting
1: it I wouldn't have to answer the question (laughs) well I think I don't know I was talking a bit about this yesterday because I was working on one of my monologues that I have and I think one of the hard things is that Audrey has some very vulnerable moments, and she does find it hard to open up, but she's a very vulnerable character. But she's also quite sad at some parts, and I feel like, I don't know, it's not the kind of thing that I would talk about or really speak about or have experienced in some ways. Um, so I think that's just one of the harder parts is like really acting as something that like I haven't experienced. Um, I think a lot of the times I've played characters who are super energetic and happy and, you know, like, have comedic elements or are very, um, I don't know, not down to earth, and so playing someone who's just, in a lot of ways different than how I am, and we do have a lot of things in common as well, um, I think that's the hardest bit, but I feel like, I don't know, each rehearsal, you, I feel like you just get better at it, like, George and I have some quite sad moments that we have mm-hmm. to do, and, like, we, I feel like we really haven't, um, like, fully gotten there yet, but... It's a, it's a it. challenge
5: as well. Actually, is the sad moments because I'm very much used to. It's like when I say I get typecast as old men. It's kind of like it's very. It's usually quite slapstick mm. caricatures. Yeah. Um. I'm very much used to clowning. Yeah. Um. And, and so I am quite excited and quite interested to see if I can actually be serious mm. for what is essentially the entire play. Yeah. Um, as well. But
2: what's interesting is that you. There are still elements. There are still elements of, there that, are still yeah. elements of comedy. So it's yeah. like, yeah. how do you yeah. communicate can, both I of those can things poke effectively? Fun yeah.
5: At yeah. Myself yeah. and everyone uh, as well, which mm-hmm. which helps. It's it's nice and balanced. Yeah. Right. I mean, he really does have his funny moments in yeah. there. Um,
1: no, I think. But also the thing you were saying about not being able to, you know, fully use this space. I think another direction that Daniel gave us that was really good is having to use your voice to fill that space because Mm. George and I a lot of the time are just sitting down on this park Mm. bench or just using that one part of the stage and it's like how do we keep the audience like how how do we keep everything believable like how do we keep Mm. the audience entertained and make them you know listening to every word that we say Mm
2: -hmm.
4: from what I've seen though I've been able to stop in at some of you guys rehearsals from what I've seen like you guys are really starting to nail it like what you've been doing is really impressive for me. Thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys say you're most excited about in the next few weeks?
5: Ooh. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing um, the fruition of the physical
2: theatre.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. The physical theatre, how are you guys we,
2: feeling? About I want to get chucked in the air some more. It's great <laughs> fun <laughs> and I miss it and I want to do more of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm
4: so excited to do more because we've only really had a few rehearsals, like maybe one or two rehearsals yeah. where we've really done... Mm-hmm. Like physical theatre so far, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. I'm I excited. like I want to chuck Nathan in the air. <laughs> I think it's
5: it's kind of a blessing and a curse that I I, I don't have to do as much because it it does kind of it does break character if yeah. this decrepit old man starts. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the rest really of get the cast get out of all that lifting. Yeah. He just starts doing cartwheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that's what because <laughs> I like, can do cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like
2: because I've never really done it before. So like mm. maintaining a level of like actually still acting and being the character whilst also Doing all of this kind of tricky physical stuff is is a cool challenge. Yeah, and
4: Charlotte's choreography is amazing as well. Mm. So
2: it looks really pretty. Yeah, it mm. really does. There's some great stuff that um, Johnny and Anna have to do. That it's like really, it's like, it's not as big and lifting people up in the air, but it's just really, yeah, just those little moments. Effective. Yeah. yeah.
5: I I yeah. tried to, I tried to do it with Johnny. <laughs> A few rehearsals ago, which is quite funny. Yeah, it didn't go very well. It's quite funny. Yeah, if you check
1: out the Sitting Ducks Instagram, there's some great pictures of just everyone um, uh, being thrown around. Yeah, about. and
4: nobody is like realizing they're getting foot was taken either. So all yeah. of our faces yeah. are just insane.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Nathan and Emma, what are you guys most excited about?
2: Uh, other than getting chucked in the air? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think like some of the more kind of intense scenes that I have to do with Anna um, are, like, I don't know, are quite daunting because, you know, there's quite, they're quite intense and Bernard is quite often a bit of an idiot. <laughs> but, um, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but those scenes are really interesting and it's, yeah, the, the, the writing is clever in that kind of, at different points, both of them are... In the right or in the wrong, and it's so. I'm I'm looking forward to doing more work on those bits. I would say.
4: Yeah, I agree with the physical theatre thing, but also this. So this isn't a thing that necessarily is confirmed to be happening, but I'm hoping that I can speak it into existence. What are you about to say? (laughs) (laughs) I really want a super long rehearsal where it's just an entire day, because I feel like those rehearsals where it's like. Five hours, um, are the best ones for properly getting into your character mm. and mm. seeing the show get all pieced together. Mm. So I'm hoping, guys, that we can <laughs> get like a really really long <laughs> rehearsal. we will see what I can do. Twenty four yes, hour hour hours rehearsal, twenty four hours. 20- hey, it, yeah. full, full shift, spirit. full shift, and the '60s social. Course, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. I mean, I don't actually know what that is, but it will be. But fun, sounds cool. it sounds cool. It's going to do... dress up
1: like it's '60s.
4: Which, which is just
2: like my everyday... Everyday Yeah. I'm
4: really yeah. going to need your help because I don't think I know how people in the 60s dress. I so. don't think I
1: have 60s. So we can all... Let's go to some charity shops and find yeah. some stuff. 100%. Okay, um, I think the last thing that I'm going to ask you guys is... Uh, no spoilers. Don't give any major spoilers. Mm. Do your best not to. Um, I will cut it out if you do, but your favorite moment in the show or your favorite line in the show um, that you're excited for the audience to see...
5: Oh, goodness.
4: I have one.
1: If
5: Do you want to go first, <clears> then?
1: If you guys want to think.
4: Uh, I'm really excited for... So Sophie has a big monolog section. section, um, which I think the writing in it is amazing. And I mean, I was saying to you earlier that I wanted to ask you a question about about it, but we can get past this first. Um, but I'm really excited to see how that develops and the final, the end product for that because I think it will be really beautiful once That's it's done. What's your question while we're on it, Okay, so <laughs> so Charlotte's writing is very poetic in, <laughs> in certain parts and Sophie has quite a lot of big chunks of it. Mm-hmm. You have quite a lot of, you know, as you were saying the earlier, vulnerable moments and
1: yeah.
4: big monologues or big chunks of the poetic stuff um which i would find really difficult to even begin to tackle and i was just curious as to how you've been finding it and the sort of ways that you were approaching it
0: yeah
1: i mean i think it's been hard it's definitely one of the harder parts of the show that i have to do probably mm. the hardest um but i was having a rehearsal with it yesterday and charlotte was kind of just like going through each part of it and mapping it out as if it was a story and we did some exercises with that and it's like how much the punctuation matters and just each of the words is really telling a story so I think really mapping that out and going through all the emotions in it um because the whole thing is quite a range of emotions Mm -hmm. like I've already said that she has some really sad moments um but also she does have so much hope and she is a dreamer and so it's kind of just for herself like it's that inner dialogue of like where am I at like what have I experienced and where am I going now um, so I think kind of just breaking that down and finding ways that I can portray that is what I've been working on. But mm. not, any monologue is hard. Yeah it's, yeah. That's really
4: interesting. <clears throat> I'm so excited to see it. I'm so I'm excited. excited to see
1: what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh okay, you two. What are your favorite moments? Um,
5: so off the top of my head there's a, there's a sort of an interaction between Bernard and Audrey where he teases her about uh, the fact that he could get her a sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah that's funny. That's yeah. one of my favorite bits. It's yeah. just good. the kind of I know some guys down at the pub. <laughs>
2: um I I have I have two. I really like when old Bernard says damn straight. That never fails to make me laugh. At. Um and then there is the there is um the scene where young Bernard and alice first mate at a party mm. um is probably my favorite scene partly because i'm in it but <laughs> but I, I don't know like it I, is it, a very special moment yeah. And, yeah. It well. and i think it's like it, it it's a scene that plays with the kind of like dreamy fantasy stuff versus like reality sometimes being a bit shit which is kind of for me what the whole thing is about and i think that mm. scene has all of that in it in a really clever but never too like in your face way. It'd yeah. be nice. I, really like I that agree scene. with that. That's, it's yeah, a, great that's a
1: great answer. That's a good scene. Okay, if you had to convince people to come to main stage, what would you oh tell God. them? I'm uh,
2: in it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was about to say that. <laughs> we'll, we'll do signatures. <laughs> uh, yeah, when we're all famous in ten years, exactly. You can, you can be sell like, them for loads yeah. of money. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's it. No, I think. I <laughs> think no, I think. Uh, I think. I think it's. Uh, I think it's funny. I think we have a uh, great group of actors, some very intelligent directors, great backstage team, all the people involved are just really. I, I am smart, totally in love with the play. I think the script is really fantastic. Yeah, it's I Really, agree.
5: really special, and it's really, really nice to read and perform. I yeah.
4: remember the first time I read through the script. Um, I literally I read it in the Jimmy, and I sent <laughs> I sent Charlotte Snapchats of me just, like, crying. No, Because yeah. I cried yeah, reading yeah, yeah. it. I got yeah. so attached
1: yeah. to it before. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, I, just, I just got so attached. And I was like, wow, this is... Yeah. It's really something special. I like, think I think
2: quite often with stag plays, you get... You read them and you'll get a moment or a couple of moments mm-hmm. when you go, this is special. This could be visually or emotionally interesting But it's so consistent. Stage. But then and there's it's... just so many of those moments yeah. in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think there's, it's not like it's just the same kind of thing over and over again. There's a lot of different things at play. It's a lot of variety to it that I think is really cool. I
4: agree.
2: I hope we can do it justice. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think there's a lot of really talented people working on this and putting in a lot of work. So
1: come yeah. support. Well, I'm excited everybody. for everybody to come and see it again. Yeah. It's the 27th, 28th, 20, sorry. It is the 28th, 29th, and 30th of November. Um, so we hope to see everyone there. Uh, but thank you guys so much for coming today. Thank you for having us.
4: Bye!